morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here to join with me today. I have gone away from coffee again after having, I think, three three uh, great big cups of it yesterday. It was like, oh, no, I don't want to do coffee. I need just some tea. So what have I got? I'm getting low on my Christmas gift of Taylor Teas. This is green tea with jasmine. And, you know, that could actually be a podcast. Wasn't that the uh, the gal from uh, the character in the movie Aladdin? Wasn't wasn't it Princess Jasmine or something? You know, uh, that that would be a, a neat thing. Green tea with Jasmine, just like morning coffee with Larry. <laughs> where, where does this stuff come into my head early in the morning? I don't know. But, hey, it is... Thursday. It is Thursday, the 11th of June, 2020, and I took a quick look at the weather for central Illinois, and we're supposed to have lots of sun. There wasn't clouds on my little forecast. I didn't check to see what the temperature. (sighs) Pardon me was going to be, but um, high of, gosh, I got to make my eyes work this morning. Highs uh, starting today would be 81, then tomorrow 85, then 80, then 76, then 80, then 84, then 87. And uh, the next today and the two days afterwards, it's just all sun, all day, all night. Well, that sounds goofy, sun at night, but somewhere it is. (laughs) Oh, well, I've got a few different things that I was kind of looking at covering. Uh, Some of these were little ditties that my wife sent me, and I always appreciate when she offers some suggestions to do on the show. But this one, as I was flipping through some of those screen captures, I came across a couple of photos that tie into some historical significance. And I love when you know, the, the local historical groups, I don't care what town it is, when they post pictures from the past uh, that gives us a glimpse, whether it's, you know, the 1970s or the 50s, or if we're going back to the early 1900s, I just love those. And I'll sit and I'll just stare at them for the longest time, especially if it is a photo showing kind of like from a roof, a section of the town. And I try to figure out what buildings are still there and which of these buildings are gone and what's there in its place. Uh, I love doing that. I think it's, uh, you know, it's kind of fascinating. Recently, our local historical group had posted a a, um, two photos, uh, a current photo, and then one from, I think it was, when was it? 1950s or the 1930s. Anyway, it was an aerial photo that had all of, you know, or a large section of Effingham, all the downtown areas and stuff, and probably, I would say, at least a mile top to bottom um, included in this photo. And it, it was really neat because it had a railroad in it that no longer exists. And it was the Wabash Railroad that came into Effingham from Shumway. Uh, 
And it it came down, it connected with what was then called the Penn Central Railroad, and then it curved off to to and and headed down and there's uh, there's no remnants of that part left but eventually it it curved down and went off to Dietrich now they still have that railway spur that goes to Dietrich off of the what was then the Illinois Central but this one it had an entirely different path and it goes through what is now neighborhoods so there's houses that are sitting on top of the old train tracks and to me, that's just, that's fascinating. That's that's really neat. Well, there was a photo, a few of them, with a news story. And I didn't save the news story, uh, but I did save the photos from the town of Shelbyville, Illinois. And Shelbyville has been doing some street work, um, doing work on their sidewalks um, and uh, and on some of their roads. Um, and I should have just taken the time to go up there and look at it because it may be done by now. But the photo uh, there's, that I, I gotten, and I'll, I'll post these out there on the page if you're curious about it. Uh, as they were tearing up what appears to be the sidewalk, they uncovered what looked like, you know, a basement area. But it doesn't look like what you would expect a basement to be. It's all brick. And there's some have glass outdoor windows on them. And it it appears possibly even, I don't know if this is just additional, I guess it's additional walls. But it's it's an old style brick what looks like a storefront that is below ground level and below the sidewalk and the uh, the news story said that when they they dug down they in doing their work they discovered this and it wasn't necessarily known by the workers that this is what uh, was, you know, that this was there until they they stumbled upon it. Um, Some people must have done some research, and it's kind of fascinating. Apparently, these basements, this was the first floor of the stores on the main street of Shelbyville that they had at some point in time as a city made a decision and they raised the street. They elevated it. They elevated it by saying everything up to this many feet, which I'm going to suggest probably 10 feet, on the street is going to be filled in. So all your storefronts, you're going to have to build if you're if it's not already a two-story building, you're going to have to build above it. And the uh, the stores had sidewalk put over top of them, um, at least this first section of the the buildings. That's amazing to me. 
and then bring in enough fill dirt, however many years ago, to fill all the, the street in and then start putting a more improved street. You know, you go back then and like you look at the old Western movies where you have these little bitty, you know, ghost towns now that are out there that have been abandoned. They just had the dirt streets and you had the storefronts, but then they would often have covered porches with boardwalks. And you would have the boardwalk because if it rained and you had, you know, your horses or mules pulling everything that needed to be pulled, whether it was buggies or wagons, uh, was it would just tear up the road whenever it had rained. So you use boardwalks so people could walk and not literally sink down in mud. And if you go if we if you go back to the early days, and I'm saying if you go back 100 years ago, because this is 2020, if you go back to just 1920, which for me doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's been 100 years, the what's now called Illinois State Highway 16 that goes east and west and is the main street through Shelbyville, it was a dirt road. It was a very wide dirt road. My dad was able to acquire uh, a uh, book that was used as a textbook in the old one-room schoolhouse that he he attended as a kid. And it had uh, pictures of the... uh, uh, for different improvements that was being done in the state of Illinois. And it showed some of the state new state highways being put in and the new state highway number 16 was being put in and it showed the picture beforehand. The road was extremely wide and it was filled with ruts. It was basically here's, here's the path and you just, took your horse and buggy or wagon wherever you thought it was driest and tried to avoid the, the or tried to avoid the dried out wagon ruts, wagon wheel ruts. Well, that's the same thing that went through this downtown of Shelbyville. And at some point in time, and I don't remember if the article had suggested a year or not, they said, we need to improve this. We need to improve the road, and we need to improve the town, and we're going to elevate the road. This may have been, actually, it may have been a decision by the state. Who knows? And we're going to improve the businesses. And to think of, you know, imagine if in your downtown, they decided, okay, we're going to raise the the ground 10 feet uh, to try to improve upon conditions. So all the first floor is now going to become your basement and you have to build new storefronts. (laughs) You know, the first time I ever heard of a city doing this, uh, it was in 1986 and it, it was the city of Edinburgh, Scotland. And I was there on a, a, a 
trip uh, for, what was it, 17 days to England and Scotland. And when we went to Edinburgh, Scotland, we were receiving a tour. And the tour guide pointed out that the road we were walking on, which was all um, put together bricks, it was, you know, cobblestone, brickstone um, road, that the actual road was like 20 feet below us. And that in certain buildings, you were able to go down to the areas underneath the road. And that just blew my mind to think that that's how it was in consideration of how it is now. That's To me, it's still amazing. Now, I'm not aware of that taking place in Effingham. But I guess it's a possibility, but I don't think it is because they have now I think about they have torn up the road um, and, and and took out cobblestone in downtown and then uh, reworked the road surface. But you think about it, uh, that's an amazing feat. And as I was looking at the pictures this morning and just kind of thinking over the thoughts that I'm sharing with you now, I thought that's how people are. That's how people are. People at one point in time in their life may be one way. And then something happens. And it's a different way. Hopefully it's an improvement. Hopefully it's an improvement. For some folks, it may not be an improvement at this time. You know, when Shelbyville was first starting, whatever year that was, and they were establishing things and had a level of community pride. I mean, you go through the town and a lot of folks, they they had some significant amounts of money. I'm not sure what all the businesses were at the time, but there's some very large houses. Uh, that, That was not a poverty ridden town. There was and it wasn't just like one mansion and that's it. No, there were a lot of very large houses, very large families, you know, apparently. Um, but at, at, as they, then they reached a point where they said, we're going to make some changes. And the changes were made, the improvements were made, and the old part was forgotten. Literally forgotten. They had to go back to old records, apparently, to to get a clearer understanding of what took place. Well, stop and think about your own life. Are you different today from what you were before? Have you made changes, improvements in different areas? Or Did something happen along your way? You were doing good, or you thought you were doing good, and something happened. And all of a sudden, you're not doing as well. You know, when those kinds of things happen, it's kind of like if, you know, if you go to the history of the city of Chicago, They were a small but growing city there on the lake. They had a lot of buildings that were common in the day. 
And then occurred a night when the uh, uh, Mrs. O'Leary's cow supposedly kicked over a lantern. When I was uh, in college, I was in the marching band. And one of the songs that we sang, or one of the songs we played and sang uh, in the marching band every year was called Hot Time. And I haven't thought about this in a long time, but it uh, kind of goes along with the Chicago story. It went, late one night when we were all in bed, old Mother Leary put a lantern in the shed. Cal kicked it over, winked his eye and said, there'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. Uh, <laughs> and it did. It burned down a big portion of the city. Not what anybody expected. Now, some there's some rumors that developed that this was done on purpose to clear out areas for future better growth and development. Whether that's true or not, that is what happened. You know, on the ashes of that part of Chicago, new, better neighborhoods were built. Um, sometimes in our point in our life story, we may be at the fire. We may be sifting through the ashes after the fire. And what do we do? Do we rebuild or do we sit in the ashes? There's a little bank down in Southern Illinois. I believe it's in what was uh, what's now known as Old Shawnee Town. It was it was uh, near the rivers in southern Illinois, so it had a lot of wealth in the bank. And there were requests from up in Chicago to borrow money from the bank to rebuild. Shawneetown said, "No, we don't think anything's really going to come about from that town up there on Lake Michigan." <laughs> well, the bank is closed. Old Shawnee Town apparently had a bad flood and moved the main part, what's now Shawnee Town, to higher ground. And Old Shawnee Town is almost a ghost town. So if you're in one of those ash filled times in your life, do you sit in the ashes? What if no one's supporting you rebuilding your life? You know, I look at it this way. You got one life. You need to rebuild it. You need to rebuild it and design it in a better way to make it better, to make it improved. You know, maybe there's parts of your life that's going to be covered over. And that's okay. We have the right and frankly, I think we have the responsibility to make our lives better and better each day, to keep working at that. I've met a lot of people over the years, professionally and personally, who have made some pretty bad choices. And for some, they kind of just sat in those choices. And others said no. I don't, I'm, I'm tired of this crazy train. 
I need to get off. I need to do something different. And you know what? Sometimes what we when we make the improvements and things have changed and we're moving forward, maybe somebody tears up a sidewalk and finds the old buildings. Maybe somebody talks to somebody who, for whatever reason, remembers from years ago. And all of a sudden, what you thought was buried under a concrete sidewalk, the part of your past that you're not necessarily proud of or you just simply don't want to remember because it was painful, sees the light of day again. You know what? Some people are going to say, see, look at them. That's how they really are. Well, there's a difference between the word are and were. There's a difference between are and were. How we really are is how we're living our life today. How we were is how things used to be before things changed. If your were is worse than today, you've made improvement. If your were is better than today, then that may be a sign that I need to work on something. I need to work on something to make today better than yesterday. doesn't matter what it is. It could be finances. It could be relationships. It could be communication. It could be values and morals. It could be addiction. It could be self-esteem. It could be a host of different things. But if your past is better than what today is, make today a priority. Not to dig up the past, trying to relive the past, but use it as motivation, as inspiration for how you want your future to be. I was talking this week with a fella who's sitting there looking at his past and his present, and he's not happy. I gave him a homework assignment. said, I want you to create uh, a little document. I want you to write out the vision of what, what you want your life to be like in the future, whether it's a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. I want you to create a vision of how you would like it to be. It doesn't have to have goals and objectives and, and uh, uh, specific activities you're going to. Just start the vision that's way out on the horizon. Because when you have that, then you know what direction you're going. If you're going to take off on a journey, it's good to know, am I going north, south, east, or west? You got to decide that first before you take a step. 
You may be living your life one day at a time, but if you're going in a wrong direction, you're still going in a wrong direction. But if your life isn't the way you want it to be, improve it. Just like Shelbyville did. They made some improvements. And whenever they dug up the past, it didn't condemn the city. It simply was like, wow, look at the great change. You know, it kind of ties into the concept of giving a testimony like at church. It's not to brag about, look at look at who I am now compared to who I was. No, it's look at what God did with the mess that I was. Look at, look at what God did with the mess that I was, and then let that be an inspiration to you on what God can do for you and to you and with you if you're willing. Some towns, some towns aren't willing to change. You read about their names in history books because no one alive remembers them firsthand. Be willing to change for the better. All right. From the looks of the clock, I went longer than what I thought I would today. We will catch you later. Have a good one. See you tomorrow. Make the most of the day. Bye-bye.